Hello, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, we're going to do a recap on the promises that we have gone over for the last 31 episodes. 31! And I know you're thinking, recap? Aren't there more promises of God in the Bible? And if you're like me, you probably use Google or Alexa to check. And... While you will find numerous links to God's promises, some identifying 60, some identifying 51, 15, I saw one link that identified over a thousand. However, when you look at those or when I looked at those, you could see that they weren't real promises, so to speak. So what I was led to do in doing my research is what I've provided you thus far, which were the 31. And what I believe is that while there may be others out there, so to speak, they really fall within the categories of what we've just identified over the past 31 days. And so we're going to do the recap. If the Lord brings any more to my attention, I will bring them to you. But I kind of am settled with this as I've been going to him going, okay, are there more promises, Lord? I just want to make sure we seem to be set on 31. And so what we've discovered through this journey, what you and I have discovered of the promises of God is that God dearly, dearly loves us. He loves us. And here's a list of all of the promises that we have discovered. Salvation, adoption into his his kingdom, forgiveness, love, joy, peace, protection, comfort, faithfulness, hope. He'll meet our needs. He'll answer our prayers. He gives us wisdom, strength, and abundant life. The desires of your heart, freedom from sin, a heart that is filled with joy, grace, to know his will for you. He gives us purpose, power, hearts that are filled with love, his presence, healing. And last but not least, the Holy Spirit. These are all of the things that God promises us as his children. All we need to do is just come to him. What a wonderful list this is. And now it's time for for some introspection. Collectively as a body of believers as well as individually. As the body of Christ, do we live with the knowledge of these promises, you think? You know, the people that you know that you sit by on the pew, your family and friends who claim to know Jesus. See, I dare say that none of us really live with this knowledge. Some of us may know of a few, you know, of the, of the promises. Others may have a, div, a distorted view of the promises. But what is the evidence 
of us living with these promises. See, I think the evidence is that we don't live with these promises because it comes out in our behaviors because our behavior doesn't reflect what we've been promised. Many of us have no joy, no love in our hearts. We we don't exercise wisdom in our relationships. Our words are harsh. We're immature. And while we can receive God's forgiveness, we don't necessarily forgive others. We do not provide comfort for those around us. And some of us aren't comforted. When the world looks at us, they see anger, bitterness, pettiness, and self-centeredness, just to name a few. In other words, they see hypocrites. Sadly, I think many of our family and friends who go to church and perhaps sit right next to us during worship are much like the rich young ruler and that they have met Jesus, but they've not made him Lord. You remember that story. The rich young ruler came to Jesus asking what he needed to do, and Jesus told him to, you know, sell all of his goods, and he went away because I guess he didn't want to do that. And whereas one could look at that parable and say, you know, he rejected God or Jesus, which he did in a way, I want us to look at it a little dip, deeper in that he, he didn't allow He didn't allow the encounter with Jesus to really change him, right? So don't get me wrong with your family and friends who go to you, who go with you to church or sit next to you. It may not be, I mean, they may have accepted Christ as their savior. So they're saved. They believe in Jesus the Christ, but they've not surrendered to him and made him Lord. And that's why there's no change in their their behavior. They look the same way they did. They think the same way they did when they came to Christ. You know, they're satisfied with the occasional contact on Sundays. Perhaps they go to a Bible study, but they're not fully surrendered to him because our behavior should reflect our relationships. And so many people are, are in going to church and still don't walk in these promises. They're not transformed by these promises. Personally, we can say the same thing. I don't understand how a person can have an encounter with the living God and not be changed as a rich young ruler was not. And you know, we can use another analogy and that would be the parable of the sower and the seed. Many people accept Christ, but they're not their roots aren't grounded deep in his word. And so therefore they're really consumed with things of the world. And once again, they're not walking in the promises that we've discovered over these last 31 episodes. But that's not you, right? (laughs) Because you're in God's word. You listen to his podcast. You pray to him. You know that he is good. And now you know these 31 promises. And while I stated there may be other promises that, you know, you can find on the Internet, let's concentrate on this, these 31, because it's a lot to take in. As children of God, knowing that he's granted us all of this, we should be further along in our walk. Our behavior should reflect love, joy and wisdom, don't you think? We should look more like Christ 
and not just to each other, right? To people in the kingdom, but to everyone. Everyone should know that we're a child of God by how we look, how we behave. And looking at you, your behavior, are you living with the knowledge of these promises? Do you run to the Father and ask him to accept all that he is, go to him and accept all that he is willing to give you? To help you receive all that he has for you and then for you to live in that? Can others see that your heart is full of love? Do you know that you are loved? Of course, I have to do my own introspection, but I'm going to ask you to do your own as well this Saturday. We have far too much from our Lord not to allow all that he has promised to transform us into his likeness for others to see. And I know that caregiving can be a heavy burden, but you have these promises of God. And I want you to remember the promises of God, especially on the down days, to remember that he's given you abundant life, to remember that he's going to give you the desires of your heart, to remember that your heart is filled with his love, with his joy, and that you have power to overcome this season, and that there's healing in knowing God, the healing of maybe an incorrect mindset towards certain things. Hmm. And that you can always experience the presence of God. We have a God who loves us, and these promises reflect that. And so meditate on that today, and then live and, and, and walk in the promises that he's given you. Let's pray. Almighty God, we come before you humbled at how much you love us and that you've given us these promises to help us live here on this earth, doing your will, getting to know you better, allowing you to transform us. You are a good God. And so, Father, we come to you thanking you for revealing your promises to us. But now, Father, help us to live in those promises, knowing that we can come to you because you are there to provide for us, that you will meet our needs, that you are patient with us, that there's joy in you and that your love is never ending. Help us to know that we're not alone because we've been adopted into your kingdom. You call us sons and daughters. Let us walk and live in these promises today. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, my podcast family, do a little introspection and walk in these promises of God. Go and minister the act of caregiving now in the name of Jesus. Bye.